this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. It's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. Um, if you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. Um, if you would like to... Um, Donate to the show, go to the homepage of Comic Book Noise, and on the, uh, over on the right, if you go to the desktop site, you will see, um, links to show, to, um, you can see links, well, you can, on the left side, you can see links to all the shows on the network, I believe, but if not, you can go on the right, and you can donate through PayPal, Alphonic Minutes, or by becoming a patron now, I, because I'm driving right now, in case you can't tell, I do not have a list of patron names. So I will be doing a uh, thank you for the patrons um, on the uh, site itself, on the, the patron site. Because every now and then I do um, special episodes just for them. And I will be doing one uh, this week. It's uh, Wednesday, so <laughs> later today, probably. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is uh, something I got from Marvel. Um, Comixology was having a sale a few, uh, a few days ago, maybe about a week possibly a week and a half ago, um, where they were selling collections for like 99 cents, you know, um, and because it's, uh, income tax return season, and I have, uh, gotten an income tax for the first time in five years, um, I decided to treat myself, (laughs) so I bought a few, of the, uh, of the collections, um, not everything was on 99 cents, but a bunch of stuff, so I got, uh, a couple of, uh, Master Kung Fu, I believe, I don't know, I don't know if I ended up getting a Master Kung Fu, because my, um, my payment information for Comixology was, uh, outdated, because I hadn't been there in quite a while to buy, so I, um, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> oh, okay, hello car, um, so I ended up getting, uh, c- collections of, like, uh, stuff from the 1960s, 1970s, and 1980s, so it's like, uh, looked like it was, like, first issues or first appearances of a bunch of things from back then, so I'm looking forward to, uh, going through that, 
um, a couple weeks, uh, weeks, geez, a couple months ago when I was at, uh, I don't know where I got it from now, huh, um, I got a copy of uh, the essential Marvel two-in-one. This does all make sense in a second, um, which is all in black and white, and it's it's pretty good. It's uh, the thing teaming up with a bunch of uh, people from the seventies uh, uh, and eighties. Um, and I like, but like I said, it's in black and white. So I got uh, the Marvel Masterworks Marvel uh, two-in-one. Um, it doesn't have as many pages, obviously, but it's in color, you know, so I bought it, and it's really weird seeing these, these, a couple of these stories that I had already read in black and white, and just see them pop off the page in, in color, um, and I'm almost positive they had, that these are, you know, redone colors on top of that, so these aren't the, the same color techniques that they used back in the 70s, but rather the coloring techniques that they use nowadays, but, um, I shouldn't say the coloring techniques, but with updated colors, because a lot of the coloring techniques are different, you know, there's a lot of, uh, gradients and flares and all that kind of stuff, which when I do color, because I'm no, I'm not a professional colorist, so there's no way I could be mistaken for one unless you were really drunk, um, but when I do color, I prefer sort of a, a flat or a traditional style. Um, there, there's there's sometimes, because I, I belong to a couple of uh, kind of a coloring groups, and uh, a couple of them, they will say, here's a, uh, a sample of the stuff I did, and it looks, and it, make, it takes a two-dimensional drawing and makes it look almost three-dimensional, um, because they do the digital coloring, and it's it's really good, uh, very technically proficient. Um, it's just not something that I personally like. You know, I wouldn't ever try to do something like that. Um, I'm not saying that it's ugly. Not saying what I do is better. I just it's just not something that I would want to do. You know, um, I watch a lot of coloring YouTube videos, and there are times where they have this perfectly fine looking picture, but then they add a bunch of gradients and say, oh yeah, I'm going to put a flare over here and it's just like, hmm okay could have made this a 5 minute video instead of a 14 minute video, but that's just me um, and I'm almost positive I got a uh, Master Kung Fu one, but I cannot remember uh Damn, I hate having that kind of memory. But anyway, um, I don't usually buy a bunch of Marvel stuff because I have uh, Marvel Unlimited, which gives you a, almost anything that you would want. Every now and then you come across something that you can't find. Like in the uh, Masterworks uh, for uh, Marvel 2-in-1, there was one where the theme teamed up, well, the team and the Gollum. Uh, made an appearance in the same book. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a team up. Um, but they had editor's notes. For those of you who don't remember editor's notes, the, um, if somebody made a reference to the past, the editor would put a little like asterisk 
by what they were talking about. And down the bottom of that panel, it will tell where he's, what uh, issue number, you know, what comic book and issue number that they're talking about. Uh, for this time, they were talking about, um, you know, they, they made a, a mention of like something that the Gollum had done. And then in the editor's notes, it said this is in Strange Tales, like 172, 173, and 176, something like that, right? Then when I went on Marvel Unlimited to actually find those issues, it, they weren't there. And that's one thing that really, I don't really get about Marvel. I mean, I realize that not everybody's going to be, you know, clamoring to read issues of uh, the Gollum, you know, and then and, and Strange Tales. So Strange Tales is mostly remembered as a Spider-Man reprint book, as far as I know. Um... But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna really hurt. I mean, I'm, it, it'll, it'll take up a little bit of memory. Uh, excuse me, not memory. Oh, jeez, I'm sounding some other people I know. Um, a little bit of hard drive space, you know, storage space. I'm just saying storage. I'm pretty sure it's on the cloud somewhere. Um, yeah, and yes, yes, I know. But the the cloud is made of a bunch of different hard drives. Anyway, as I was saying before you so rudely interrupted myself, um, I don't, it, 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 it takes up a little bit of space, you know, um, so I don't know why they just don't pretty much redo everything and have everything they've ever done up on there. I realize this is me being greedy, but I mean, it, Marvel Unlimited has to come in handy for um, historians and comic book writers who want to base stories on some of these old stories, you know? I mean, if somebody wanted to look up, somebody new wanted to look up stuff on um, the Gollum, uh, and I have heard of some writers who do this, it might be easier, and artists, to tell you the truth, it might be easier to just, uh, you know, let's just say, take a ride on a pirate ship (laughs) <laughs> to get these reference materials um, since Marvel doesn't make them readily available. I'm not saying that I've done that you know, for reference purposes, but I'm, I have heard other people say they've done it, and I'm not mentioning any names, so go fuck off. <clears throat> anyway, uh, one book that I do definitely remember getting is um, the reason why I want to start this whole conversation in the first place. Um as I said, I don't usually get a bunch of stuff from Marvel because uh, I have Marvel Unlimited. Um, if DC had one, that would be great. I think everybody who's ever talked about Marvel Unlimited has said the same thing. If DC had one, that would be great. DC All Access, there you go. There's your name. It's free. Go for it, DC, please. Um Anyway, because of, you know, the six months, uh, a lot of times for Marvel stuff, I'm behind on six months. Like, I just finished the ending of um, Secret Empire, you know? You know, the one that a lot of uh, people turned their back, made them, made people turn their back on Marvel. I mean, as soon as they, as soon as Captain America said Hell Hydra, there's only one way that story could have ended, all right? Um, It was, you know... He who lives by the cosmic cube dies by the cosmic cube. That's just how it goes, you know. But anyway, um, this is not to talk about Secret uh, Empire. 
I may talk about that one day, but then again, I still haven't done my issue-by-issue breakdown of Infinity Crisis, Um, and that is a a callback for long, long, long long-time listeners right there. Um, Anyway, uh, no, there's a book that came out after, um, I, I, quite frankly, I hadn't been really paying attention to what Marvel's over there doing because it seems like they're in the midst of another reboot or they're going to be rebooting. I don't know. Anyway, they have a book called, oh shit, Generations, I believe. Damn it. Uh, let me see if I can do this and record and drive. What is the name of that book? Um, <laughs> all kind of traffic laws are being broken right now, folks. And in fact, if I could have got stopped by that light, I would have done so gladly. Um, almost positive is called Generations. Um, and basically what it is, it takes some of the, uh, the legacy heroes, the, um, the young ones, and it sends them through time to meet up with their mentors. Yes, it is called Generations. Um, to meet up with their mentors slash namesakes, you know, um, for example, it, it starts off with uh, uh, Amadeus Cho. What is he? The all-new Awesome Hulk. Um, going back in time to help uh, Bruce Banner, who is the you know the Incredible Hulk, um, escape from the army. I think that's what the name of the story was. Anyway, I'm gonna do a breakdown for the patrons later, but. Um, there was a bunch of stories like that, you know. They weren't all set in the past. There was, uh, oh God, uh, bu- 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 um, Ironheart. She went to the future with Iron Band, and I, forget, I want to know who wrote that. Um, I'm not gonna look it up right now, but the writer had the had a pretty good idea about how to treat technology from the future. Um, Riri went into the future. She saw something, and she was like, "How does that work?" And Tony was like, "I'm not going to tell you how that works. You know, it, it, it would uh, affect the future. You know, future technology." And she was like, "Okay." And then later on, they were someplace technological, and she, she said, "Why? Well, I'm surprised you're letting me see this." And he's like, "I'm letting you see it." Uh, seeing something and understanding how it works are two entirely different things. And that one little line explains a lot about um, how people should treat uh, future technologies, you know. Uh, there was, um, shit, that TV show, uh, Star Trek. Uh, apparently... <laughs> When you when they would write scripts and they got to a, a technological part, they would put like in uh, parentheses or something, you know, insert uh, science jargon here or something along those lines. And so, after the the people who would do the plotting and dialogue would finish their part, they would turn it over to like the the people who were just in charge of understanding. Uh, Star Trek technology, you know, um, 
And I just remember, I remember reading that and just thinking, ew, that's so nasty, right? Uh, and I realize that there are some times where, you, where you're telling a science fiction story, especially something like Star Trek, where um, the story is about a, a, a breakdown of technology. And so they have to come up with some technological terms or, you know, some techno babble to explain things. Um, but other times, you don't really need to, they don't really need to, you know? You don't really need to explain how a combustion engine works in order to tell somebody that, you know, that, you know, in order to tell a story about a car breaking down, you know? Um, you can just, you know, just do like I would actually do in that situation. Car breaks down, so I say, hey, what's wrong with your car? I say, shit, I don't know. I'm just sitting here with the hood up, hoping somebody who knows something would drive by. You know? Um, you can do something like that. But anyway, I really like that story. My favorite one out of the whole thing is um, a, a character that I haven't really had an appreciation for for a long time. Um, teaming up with a character that, although I've read a bunch of stories, I've never really felt much of an affinity for. And that was um, Wolverine. There's the all-new Wolverine, um, Laura, I believe. Teaming up with uh, Logan to help save... Jeez. Help save his uh, daughter that I didn't really know he had from... um, the hand and that I don't I don't know why but that story just really really worked for me you know there are a bunch of others that um I, I like that I thought may have been better from a dialogue standpoint there are a couple that I thought were better from a plotting standpoint um out of all of them I don't think there's one that I really truly disliked um when I do the breakdown I'll probably try to think that one through um but i really liked the, the one with the two wolverines you know and it it did something that pretty much the rest of the stories didn't and that's it made me want to read more about the all new wolverine you know um i read like for example there's one with uh, hawkeye and hawkeye and you know i like kate bishop I've read a bunch of stories with Kate Bishop, but once I finished reading that one, I didn't feel, you know, an urge to go out and read another Kate Bishop story, you know. But when I finished that um, the story of Laura and Logan, I really wanted to just go out and read more Wolverine, you know. Um, and I've read a lot of, of Logan Wolverine, but this is the first time I actually wanted to go out and read some of her her stuff. Anyway, um, so if you haven't read any of the, 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 the Generations books, uh, maybe it's because it seemed sort of gimmicky. Because, you know, it is gimmicky. You know, you have the older hero and the younger hero teaming up, you know, or... Uh, or something like that. Um, I, and once again, I'll say I wish DC would do um, a little mini series like that, but they have screwed up their their whole sense of legacy that it doesn't even really matter anymore. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed what uh, 
what they have done over there. And, but right now, um, I'm at work, so I'm done making uh, a lot of noise. Oh, boy, this time's sniff. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.